Okay, welcome to another Live the Patriots podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Pizzelli, and it's finally here. We get it every year, pretty much, and this year it comes in week 12. It is Brady versus Manning. It has been talked about all week. Every single angle of this game, every single angle of analyzing Brady's career and Manning's career and legacies, it, none of it's going to matter on Sunday. No one's legacy is going to be decided by this game. Um, so there's no sense in continuing and just continuing to kill that conversation of who's got the better legacy. It's, it's simple. And I, I think it was Boomer Esiason who's always said it. Flip a coin. Or a lot of people said it. Flip a coin. These two guys are the best quarterbacks of this generation, potentially of all time. One isn't better than the other. Brady has had has won more Super Bowls. Manning's won one. Bent to another one. But it's a wash. You would take either one of these guys if you could have them on your team. And I'm a home. Uh, I'm a homer, so I would want Tom Brady on my team. I like him over Peyton Manning. But that's it. End of discussion. They're both incredibly talented Hall of Fame players who are going up again. I think it's you know early on. I think we take it for granted. It was always, oh Brady versus Manning. These are good games. But I think now, kind of towards the twilight of both of these guys' careers. Uh, we can really appreciate these games even more because who knows if this this could be the last Brady-Manning game ever um, unless they meet in the playoffs, which is still always a possibility. But next year in the regular season, you know, it, it could be unlikely that they play each other again. So I think uh, for anybody that's been a Patriots fan or a Colts fan or now a Broncos fan to be part of this, uh, it's a really special night. I'm glad it's on primetime. Obviously, it wouldn't be anything other than primetime. Uh, for this game, but these games are always kind of Cantonous events. They're legendary. Uh, they always go down to the wire. They always are just really great games. <laughs> the last time there was a you know Brady Manning blowout, it was twenty four to three in the AFC Championship game or in the AFC playoffs, and that was ten years ago. So we're gonna forget about that. These this game going in, we know is going to be close. It's gonna be competitive. It's gonna be back and forth. Um, it's the 14th time these guys have met. I think the better subplot, um, and it's it, it's not Brady Manning 14, it's Welker Belichick 1. <laughs> and I think not you know that, that storyline has kind of been downplayed a little bit. It's been talked about, but not as much, is Wes Welker's homecoming to New England. Um, clearly, you, know, you, you can say the Patriots in the long term maybe made the right move, letting him go, signing a guy like Amendola. You know, I've always talked about he's a poor man's Wes Welker. And maybe in the long run that works out. But you can look at the numbers this season. Uh, Welker hasn't missed a game. He's got nine touchdowns. Uh, He's still a machine on third down. And Amendola's missed a bunch of games. He's only got one touchdown. He's not on the field as much in general. They're a little bit different. So Welker, for this year, has won that side of things. But hey, he gets to come out, and if he does nothing, you know... the Kraft family or the, the Patriots organization front office would love for Wes Welker to come out and do absolutely nothing this game and for Danny Amendola to have the game of his career. That's what they would like. I don't see that happening. Um, so let's kind of delve more into in, into this game. All the, all the background stuff has been talked about way too much. I want to talk, talk about just what, what has to happen in this game for the Patriots to win, keys to this game. Um, and believe it or not, the Patriots are, and I think it's indicative of Maybe how the rest of the league views this team or how Vegas views this team. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. 
usually if a team is at home and it's kind of they're kind of viewed as an underdog, you know they they they're they're favorited but only by two points. Uh, we talked about that last week, that two and a half point spread with Carolina, uh, how Carolina was only favored by two and a half, and that kind of really was indicative that the Patriots are the real favorite. Well, here they're the true underdog. They're at home and they're you know being given two and a half points, uh, which I can't remember the last time the Patriots weren't favored to win at home. So that says something about how the rest of the league and how the people view this team. And I think it's it's all going to start that is a really big part of this game is going to be controlling Peyton Manning, which is something that I'm sure, yeah, it's simple as that, control Peyton Manning. What I mean is he, his game is getting to the line of scrimmage and calling out your defense and calling out exactly what's, knowing what's going to happen before it even happens. So a big part of this game is going to be disguise, disguise, Everything the Patriots have done it for years against Manning. They're they're probably one of the only teams that have had any sort of sustained success uh, against Manning, and that's because of their ability and Belichick's ability to disguise and play in uh, exotic coverages and defenses and you know time blitzing. I think blitzing. I agree that they have to hit Peyton Manning. You saw the the Chiefs not even touch him, uh, and they just let Manning go to work. I think you have to test Manning early, especially with that, you know, that ankle, the high ankle problem. You know, get him moving, but at the same time, you blitz Peyton Manning, you're going to give up some big plays. So they're going to have to play a very, you know, up front four four down linemen, and you're going to be stunting and trying to do the best job that you can of getting to Manning with just those four guys. The Chiefs tried it last week and couldn't do it, but that that's your best game plan. Is to stick with those four guys, and you're gonna play bump and run, physical coverage across the board. I think you'll probably see Talib play with Demarius Thomas, um, because Talib we saw last week with the you know the hip problems. He's gonna be hard running back and forth, east and west across the field. So you don't want him on a guy like Welker. You want Talib to be on uh, a guy like Demarius Thomas or an Eric Decker who's gonna run, try and run down the field. Um, I think you probably see Logan Ryan on Welker. You probably see Welker commanding double, double coverage. Um, those are your two guys, Thomas and Welker. Um, everyone's talked about how Decker's kind of been their first down go-to guy. So maybe you see Tlaib slide to him on first down, and then for the remainder of the downs go back to Thomas. But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play some one-on-one somewhere. I think Welker is a guy you can't play one-on-one against. You have to double him, um, and it'll probably be with a guy like Logan Ryan and maybe Jamie Collins in the flat. You try and take away that underneath stuff and make Manning beat you down the field and to the sidelines. And you have to have disguise everywhere. So that's the plan. Easier said than done. We'll see if they can execute that kind of plan, but that's how I figure the Patriots will have to attack this Broncos defense if they want to have a shot at keeping their point total down <clears throat> Excuse me, to allow the Patriots to have a chance at scoring enough points to win this game. Um, so switching to that side of the ball, the way the Patriots beat the Broncos last year was by running the ball. They pounded the ball down the Broncos' throat and really controlled that game at the line of scrimmage and in the running game, and I don't think anything has changed. This Broncos' defense has been porous. It has not been a good defense this year. They've gotten better. They played better against the Chiefs, but again, you're dealing with Alex Smith and a team that really wasn't doing much offensively at the beginning anyways. So what they have to do is run the ball, control the clock. That's how you beat any high-scoring team with a great offense. You have to run the ball. You have to control the clock. 
It's how they did it last year. For this game, the best defense is a good offense. If you can keep Tom Brady on the field and that offense putting up points, then you have a lot better chance at winning as opposed to letting both teams go up and down the field. And if the Patriots can do that, they will win this game. And that's how I'm basically making my prediction for this game. If the Patriots can run the ball, they can win. And I think they will win if they control the clock. Their offense has gotten better. Um, you know, Last week we saw the Broncos play you know, the Chiefs, and you're playing Alex Smith. And that offense hasn't really done anything, so their defense looked a lot better. That defense has been porous all year. I think if the Patriots run the ball, they can put up points on this defense. If they don't run the ball, their chances of winning pretty much dwindle down to nothing. Because if you can't control the clock against this Broncos team, you're not going to have the opportunity to put up enough points to, to stick with them. I think the Patriots need to run the ball often and early. I think they need to jump on top of this Broncos team um, and get them in position where maybe you can start to do some more exotic things on defense. But we'll see how it goes. Like I said, the Skies trying to hit Manning. they got to get to Manning somehow and hit him. He can't be, uh, you know, go untouched like he did last week against Kansas City. You're going to have to bring some heat somehow. Generate it through a timed blitz, situational blitzing, um, or someone's just going to have to win. Chandler Jones, where are you? Show up. This is a game you need to show up and do something take that next step and prove that you're an elite pass rusher and just be that one guy to help this defense get after a guy like Peyton Manning. So that that that's the way I'm not even going to try <laughs> and predict a score. These games are always all over the place. No idea what a score could be. It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be somewhere in the high 20s to 30s. That's what I expect. Um, if, if, if you're laying money, bet the over. <laughs> bet the over on this game. Uh, that's the way I see it going. Um, before we wrap up here, just a little bit of Patriots news, which I should have touched on in the beginning. The Patriots released Leon Washington this week. Um, not much of a surprise there, but I think it ties into this game, and they promoted Justin Green from the practice squad. So I think Belichick wanted to have more defensive backs. Leon Washington was a guy who had been banged up, not really seen the field at all, kind of became an expendable guy. Um, and it helps for this week. You're going to want as many defensive backs and corners and, and safeties out there on the field as possible. Um, so the fact that you're playing the Broncos probably figured into that decision. But again, no prediction on the score. High scoring. That's my prediction. Points. <laughs> my prediction is points. Um, and if the Patriots run the ball, they win. If they don't run the ball, they lose. And it, it's as simple as that. Um, I'll talk to you again on Tuesday when we recap this game. Uh, with our recap podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LiveThePats and subscribe to this uh, podcast through iTunes. Um, it's Brady Manning 14. We don't know the next time we'll see these two guys, two Hall of Fame, the two best quarterbacks possibly ever and definitely of this generation going up against each other. We don't know when we'll see it again. Maybe we'll see it in the playoffs, maybe not. But regular season, this could be the last time we see it. Um, so sit back, enjoy. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great game. Hopefully the Patriots can find a way to win. But if not, it's still it's, – it's, I think it's kind of that point with Manning where it gets with all those other plays that you hate. You love to hate, and you hate playing against them. But then after a while, you, just, you start to love playing against them because you can gauge yourself against them. Just the way people in the 80s hated you – know, you hate the Lakers, and you hate you know, Magic and Kareem and, and the – 
for the Celtics. You hate Kobe and the Lakers, and you hate LeBron and the Heat, but at the same time, you want to play against them because you want to prove that you're better than them. So you have it's kind of the way this Brady-Manning relationship has always been. One guy wanting to prove that he's better than the other in a constant you know, battle of one-upsmanship. And now it's kind of that point where it's it's the 14th meeting, and it's, it's a little bit nostalgic now. And we'll look back and say, wow, what a great rivalry that was and what great games those always were. And I don't think this week is going to be any different. It will go down in history uh, as another great game in this rivalry. And maybe we'll, we'll have the Welker-Belichick rivalry to look forward to for years to come. But anyway, for LiveThePatriots.com, I'm Andrew Pizzelli, and thank you for listening.